Will the last family farmer leaving Washington please turn out the barn lights? What? If you're not a farmer, you might think that uh, that's kind of overstating the problems that our family farmers face here in Washington. But if you are within the farming community, you probably know what we're talking about. And it just seems to continue to get worse so often. Here we just wrapped up, well, not we, um, but the the folks down in Olympia just wrapped up their uh, session, their legislative session of 2023 just wrapped up. And it's a moment of reflection. You know, a lot of people on for a variety of issues are issuing articles about, well, they didn't do this and well, they did that in Olympia. The farming community stepping back and saying, do we have a place in Washington state? Will our leaders in Washington state stand up to keep farming here? Or do we have no choice but to start thinking about packing it in? And again, some may think that's hyperbole. Uh, but joining me here on The Farming Show, and good morning to you, by the way, Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, Fred Lickle, Executive Director of Whatcom Family Farmers, and Gerald Barron, former Executive Director of Save Family Farming, on the program with us this morning. Um, Gerald, let's start with you. Um, you know, this all kind of started with that phrase that you had come up with about turning out the barn lights. Um, will the last family farmer leaving Washington please turn out the barn lights? And and a painting of yours that uh, folks can see if they want to go to savefamilyfarming.org where you can dig into the, what we're talking about this morning. Gerald, talk about how you came to making this statement to kind of sum up all the pressures that, that farmers in this state are facing right now. Well, thanks, Dylan. Thanks for having me on here. Um, you know, those of us who are old enough and have been around since uh, at least 1971 um, will recall uh, the, the placement of a billboard near SeaTac Airport in 1971 that said, will the, will the last person leaving Seattle please turn the lights out? It was done by a couple of real estate agents, but they were responding to what was called the Boeing bust when, mm-hmm. in, 19, in that time when uh, Boeing's employment went from over 100,000 to about 38,000. So uh, Seattle was in deep recession, and people were wondering what the future was. And uh, uh, as we all know, there was a recovery from that, and that was wonderful. But for those people who are were uh, familiar with that billboard and that, uh, it would catch their attention. And I don't think it is hyperbole, as you mentioned. Uh, we've been dealing with this for, you know, uh, for many years now, and it has steadily, steadily gotten worse and worse. We have an administration which um, I believe, uh, in, in an administration under Governor Inslee, which I believe is the most anti-farm um, admin- state administration uh, in the nation right now and possibly the greatest anti-farm administration uh, in the history. Um, the actions that uh, our governor has taken and state leaders under his direction have taken against farming uh, is, you know, most people would simply not believe it if they really understood uh, what was what was going on? Uh, we saw in this last legislative session several key things happen uh, that where um, leaders of both parties, Democratic leaders as well as Republican leaders, tribal leaders, and farmers got together to solve to work together in solving problems and came up with some great solutions. For example, on salmon recovery, specific to riparian buffers, 
And our governor took a my way or the highway approach. He had um, proposed buffer legislation previous uh, in the last legislative session, which would have destroyed farming, essentially destroyed farming in Western Washington. And he knew that, but he doesn't care. And so because um, this particular uh, riparian bill would have protected farming, even while being very positive for uh, salmon habitat, um, he managed to kill it. That's just one of many examples that that we can talk about, but um, it's outrageous. Yeah, I think that that particular example is... Especially interesting because it shows now that this is beyond, I think, probably the box that a lot of people have put farming and legislative issues in for a long time, which is it's a partisan thing. It's not a partisan thing anymore, as we have both Republicans and Democrats engaged in this and both parties really being, you know, dismissed by the governor's office. Um, and, and then his administration, all these departments that, that answer to him and are making policy, um, based on his apparent MO here. Uh, Fred Lickle is also with, we've been talking with Gerald Barron. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Fred Lickle with Whatcom Family Farmers is with us as well. Fred, we're, we're seeing this right here in Whatcom County on a variety Absolutely. of fronts, too. And, and often we talk about one issue at a time, even here on this program or in the various outreach that we do with Whatcom Family Farmers and Safe Family Farming. But this is an important moment to step back and talk about all of the things that we're facing. Absolutely. And I think more importantly, what are the what are the effects of those or on, with people who are on the ground? And um, I think a perfect example we just heard uh, this past week is a, a sad story of one of the larger farmers in Whatcom County um, just basically said, um, I'm done. I'm finished. He had a, a younger uh, family member ready to step in, ready to, take, you know, ready to take over the business. He analyzed it, looked at it, and said, um, between that issue that Gerald was talking about with buffers, between a water rights adjudication, which is going to cost massive amounts of, of, of funding if he wants to, to defend his water rights, as well as um, you know, making his water access extremely uncertain for decades to come. You look at the fuel tax, which they were supposed to get um, refunded from, exempted from, that didn't happen, and they're paying another 60 cents a gallon, which is huge for farming. And then you have all of these issues related to how regulation upon regulation gets piled on in the name of food security, but the farmers still have to compete at a, na- at a national and even international level, and it makes it virtually impossible. Um, labor, of course, being another one of those. Um, it, they get to a point where they go, I can't do this anymore, and if I need to spend all of that money that, and then I don't get a, a return out of it, at some point I just go, I need to pass this off. And it's, it affects then people down the line as well, people who are selling them feed, people who I, I talked to somebody yesterday who was renting some, this guy land who now said, I need to find somebody else who's going to take, you know, who's, who's you mean gonna... some, somebody who owns some land and had been renting it right. to this farmer, this yes. large farmer that decided to call it quits. Yeah. Now that ripple effect goes out to yes. other landowners, probably to all the businesses that that farm did business with. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all, you know, it, it leaves, 
everybody's scrambling and we just don't have, there isn't enough there to fill those holes. Fred Lickle is with us on the farming show. Uh, he is executive director of Whatcom Family Farmers. Also with us uh, with Save Family Farming is Gerald Barron uh, here on the farming show on KGMI. Um, <laughs> when you start adding these things up, it becomes a lot more clear why this isn't hyperbole to say, will the last farmer leaving Washington please turn out the barn lights? Talk about what you've been doing so far on this this issue, Gerald. And, you know, we, we, uh, we've made some, some noise about this because we, we think this is an important part of having folks wake up to the reality that's, that's unfolding. Um, but there's more conversation on this still to come. Talk about our approach to this and, and the messages that we're sending to the public and, and particularly those in urban areas that, you know, that the legislature listens so much to because their numbers are so large, but may not be aware of what's happening at all. Yeah, that's the real problem, uh, Dylan, is that decisions in Washington state are for the most part, you know, whether it's in are, are made by people in our urban areas, uh, Seattle, Tacoma, you know, Spokane, Bellingham, uh, Ellensburg, you know, all uh, Tri-Cities, all the major urban areas. That's where the decisions are being made. And, uh, you, you know, the farm community has some outstanding representatives working in Olympia, working as lobbyists and representatives of various interests in the farming community. And they have been working hard for many years. And yet we see it going backwards, backwards, backwards. Uh, get, it keeps getting worse and worse. And it's not because they aren't doing their job. They're doing an excellent job working very hard. But until we get people outside of the farming community uh, involved in this, um, this this story is going to go on and it's going to get worse and worse. Um, we know by surveys <laughs> uh, that most people, whether you're Democrat or Republican, where you stand on the political spectrum, um, you like food. You like to eat. <laughs> um, people recognize the value of having farming and they want to have local farming. They want to have local food production. So they don't understand, which is why we ran a full page ad in the Seattle Times a few weeks ago to say, um, with the last family farmer uh, leaving Washington, please turn out the farm light. We are trying very, very hard to get the attention, uh, not just of the farming community, but far beyond that, to the uh, to the urban voters and the, these people who are electing and supporting those who are doing everything that they can to destroy farming. And until we get that message out to them, and that's something the farming community needs to understand, is that farming the our leaders these leaders are not listening to farmers and those representing the farming community until the farmers and the farming community and those supporting farming are uh, able to engage other people especially those younger people in our urban areas and get them involved in this um it's not going to change it's going to continue to get worse well, we plan to continue communicating about this, letting people know what's going on. And in fact, um, this conversation here, and again, I'm Dylan Honkoop uh, here on KGMI. I'm with both Safe Family Farming and Whatcom Family Farmers, as is Fred Lickle, who's been with us, and Gerald Barron, as we just heard there. Um, we're going to be communicating about this issue hopefully just about every week on this program to do something a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Again, as I said earlier, we, we often will tackle one issue at a time and, and call attention to one thing that's happening. And usually that has a very, you know, a time specific element, you know, a specific thing that's happening in Olympia 
this this type of of conversation. But we want to take a step back from that and really define each one of these issues that is a big pressure on the farming community. Give the backstory um, so people can can really kind of start wrapping their heads around it. Give some context um, for when further issues do come up so you can feel like, okay, you know the backstory. You know what this issue is about as, um, as things continue to evolve politically. Um, so we're calling it, again, based on, on Gerald's phrase, going back to that billboard in 1971, um, we're calling it barn lights. Um, and really, we're, we're saying, what are the issues that are threatening to turn out the barn lights in Washington, so to speak, that, that are going to end farms and farming ultimately here in Washington so I do want to invite people to follow along with this. Certainly you can go to savefamilyfarming.org. I know a lot of you are very concerned, as the three of us are, about these issues. And I know a lot of folks also ask, well, what can I do? How can I help? How can I help turn this around so we don't lose what we have remaining here in Washington state in terms of a farming community. So go to savefamilyfarming.org or if you want to, to make this very easy right now, we're, we're basically assembling a, a list of, of folks who are with us on this, who want to stay informed, who want to get information as it becomes available about opportunities to speak out on this, where, how to do that, how to be involved and be part of the fight to keep family farming here in Washington state. Um, again, we're sort of calling this the barn lights campaign. And so all you have to do is text the keyword barn lights to uh, the, the number 52886 barn lights, normal spelling of those, both of those words to the number 52886. And that will take you right to a place where you can sign up to join us, uh, be a, an ongoing advocate for us, with us, alongside us on this issue. Um, what do we see? You know, I, I guess we don't have time to, to dive into all of these issues. Um, I should ask Gerald, um, you know, Fred talked about things impacting Whatcom County. We didn't even get into some of the other things statewide, you know, the dams, what, what the future of the Snake River and honestly some other dams uh, looks like and what that could mean for the future. That's a, that's a big one. And there's a lot of other w big ones on this list. What should be yeah, people yeah, be keen in on statewide? Yeah, I think, well, dams are a big issue, especially in eastern Washington. It's a great example of people ignoring uh, much easier solutions to go for things that uh, will, will do more harm than good. But I want to come back to an, an important issue because if they do go to, say, family farming or if they uh, text barn lights, as you say, I think that they will be invited to participate in the effort that we have right now on the fuel tax. We call it a fuel tax. The legislator calls it cap and trade. Uh, it's legislation that's intended to address climate change, but by adding a major tax, major new tax onto gasoline and diesel. Well, when legislators um, approved that um, in, in the last session, they did so. The legislation specifically said that the Department of Ecology was to find a way to exempt farms from paying this fuel tax, either with direct farm equipment that they're using or transportation of, of farm products and farm materials that they need or, or shipping out. 
Ecology did not do that. They are still not doing that, and they won't do it. And they're saying it's not up to us, it's up to the refiners to do it. It's a complete dodge of their responsibility by law. So, um, And then we had um, legislators, again, Democratic leaders, who tried to get legislation passed that would exempt farmers or, or, or basically provide a refund uh, because Ecology, under Governor Inslee's um, administration, refuses to do what the law required them to do. So, and um, um, that, those efforts failed, again, we believe, because of, of uh, actions on the part of our governor and Laura Watson, the Department of Ecology director. So, we, here we have example after example yeah. of where we have legislators, even um, a number of, of excellent uh, Democratic legislators working for farmers and being stymied over and over by our governor and by the agency head heads that he leads. So if people are really concerned about that, and I hope that they would be, um, going to that website and signing up yeah. on the, uh, on that is uh, definitely a way to help. Yeah, if you, if you would like to be, uh, to join the, the movement really here to, to change, bring change on this, and to spread the word on just how serious the situation is for the future of farming in Washington State, again, go to savefamilyfarm.org slash barnlights. That's where you can find it, and you can sign up uh, to join us there to get updates from us, get opportunities to speak out uh, the latest information about what's happening in Olympia on a lot of these issues there. Again, savefamilyfarming.org. It's right on the front page if you want to go there, or if you want to type savefamilyfarming.org slash barnlights, or you can, to sign up and, and, and join a, as an advocate on this issue, you can simply text the keyword barnlights. Uh, I guess it's two words, barn lights to 52886 would be what you plug in in the phone number slot. 52886 being the phone number, send the keyword barn lights and you will get a text back with how you can sign up, how you can be a part of this effort. And if you do, then we will send you alerts um, of how you can speak out. Uh, right now, people are sending uh, messages to the director of the Department of Ecology, Laura Watson, to say, fix this problem, follow the law, and and solve this issue um, that you've just described, uh, Gerald, about the, the fuel tax and and how, you know, the state has, has not made good at all on its promise to farmers on this issue. Again, Gerald Barron uh, with us here on The Farming Show, Fred Lickle as well. Um, Fred, just one, one last shot here for you to, you know, wh why should people connect with us on, on this? How, how important is it to be involved here? Just this week, I was involved in a discussion surrounding food security and, uh, some folks put out this well-meaning, but completely utopian and inaccurate view of, of agriculture about, oh, how we need to develop food security. People don't understand how the food system really works and, if, and, and how if you continue to pile one thing upon another, upon another, upon another, our, our farmers just go away. And this idea that all these little small farmers who are raising, you know, two cows and six chickens and, and mm -hmm. that's all well-meaning and good, but that is not what puts the vast majority of our food on the grocery stores. We will not achieve food security it, it with our not. current population that way. 
Yes, and yeah. and we need to be listening to our farmers. We need to be paying attention to the issues that are making it worse, not better for them to be here in Washington State, or we will not have food security. We are driving it the opposite way, not the way it needs to go. Again, Fred Lickle uh, with Whatcom Family Farmers, Gerald Barron uh, with Save Family Farming. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI um, on the Farming Show. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to have more on this uh, straight ahead. Uh, as we dig into these issues and week after week, we're going to kind of be giving you the lowdown on the long laundry list of, of problems that farmers in this state face and that our state government and, and specifically the Inslee administration needs to do an about face on and, and do some, some serious, you know, make some serious changes on. Again, thanks for being with us here on The Farming Show. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for, for joining me. And uh, we'll be talking more about this probably every week for, for some time ahead as we head into summer here. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you.